My name is Zach Arnold. I'm a Hollywood film and television editor, a documentary director, father of two, an American Ninja Warrior in training, and the creator of Optimize Yourself. For over 10 years now, I have obsessively searched for every possible way to optimize my own creative and athletic performance, and now I'm here to shorten your learning curve. Whether you're a creative professional who edits, writes, or directs, you're an entrepreneur, or even if you're a weekend warrior, I strongly believe that you can be successful without sacrificing your health or your sanity in the process. You ready? Let's design the optimized version of you. Hello, and welcome to the Optimize Yourself podcast. If you're a brand new optimizer, I welcome you and I sincerely hope that you enjoy today's conversation. If you are inspired to take action after listening today, why not tell a friend about this show and help spread the love? And if you're a longtime listener and optimizer OG, welcome back. Whether you're brand new or you're a seasoned vet, if you have just 10 seconds today, it would mean the world to me if you clicked the subscribe button in your podcast app of choice because the more people that subscribe, the more that iTunes and the other platforms can recognize this show, and thus the more people that you and I can inspire to step outside their comfort zones to reach their greatest potential. And now on to today's show, which to be honest is going to be a bit of an experiment. As a longtime listener, you already know how much I love to do in-depth interviews on a variety of topics, whether that's allowing everyday people to share their personal and their inspirational journeys, or industry experts and world-renowned authors who share their expertise to help you optimize a specific area of your life. But today, what I want to do instead is give you an insider's glimpse into the world of my optimizer coaching and mentorship program and what we call the hot seat. What you're going to hear today is a recording of an actual live session with an Optimizer student where on the hot seat, we tackle various questions, whether that's about career transitions, productivity, workflows, networking, burnout, habit formation, resumes and websites, and any other number of work-life challenges that students bring to the table as they navigate their own paths toward success. In the following Hot Seat session, community member Jesus Silva and I discuss different strategies so he can communicate with his director while working from home. Jesus has found that he is feeling burned out after a super long day of editing, and he feels obligated to write a lengthy email to his director to relay all of the work that he did for the day. We discuss setting realistic expectations and making sure that he finds out what the director really wants rather than just working off assumptions. For anybody who is dealing with work from home communication issues, this conversation will shed new light on how you can handle it more effectively. Now is one quick caveat. The sound quality for the session is far from optimal because I did have a microphone malfunction on my end. I do apologize for that, but I thought that this session was so good and it could be so helpful to you that I chose to listen to the same advice that I often give to my own students. Don't pursue perfect at the expense of good enough. If you find these sessions valuable, we're going to be sharing Hot Seat Fridays with you every week that are going to be jam-packed with practical, real-world strategies that you can easily apply to your own lifestyle and career to send you off with an action plan for the next Monday ahead. And if after listening to this, you're wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you are going to find all the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. 
Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together today. All right, without further ado, here is today's Hot Seat Friday session with Jesus Silva, made possible today by our amazing sponsors, Evercast and Ergo Driven, who are going to be featured just a little bit later in today's episode. And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. We have Jesus next. Yeah, I'm here. Good morning. God, you keep coming back. I'm coming back for more. Well, uh, I, I don't, uh, I don't know what that's all about, but uh, you're, you're here, and you keep coming back for more punishment. And what is it that we're going to be beating up today? Yeah, and I think it's kind of like a segue conversation from the previous, previous conversation, still talking about clients and how to deal with communicating, and especially now that everybody's working remotely. I've been working remotely since like this whole thing started. So, I guess the more specific thing I have for me, you know, I feel burnt out by the end of the day. And then I feel like I have to reply with like, Hey, here's the cut and here's what I have done. But I feel like I have to do like a two page email just to kind of like get the point across. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. after doing 10 hours day, you know, from home when everything is, your time is so fragmented, I feel like I don't have the energy to get that communicated across, you know, by the end of the day. So I just feel like I have to kind of like express myself in a way that is very lengthy for what the cut is. So I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of dragging me. That kind of process has been dragging me a little bit. So I don't know if there's a better practice or a better dynamic to get the better communication with, for example, like my case, I, you know, working in documentaries, like I, you know, usually working with the producer or director and it, that's that's the way of communication. It's just a one way. Me and the director, me and the producers, there's more people usually involved around. So I just feel like I'm really burnt out by the end of the day. And then to get to that level of email that I feel is required, I'm like exhausted. So I don't know if if it's just me or if it's something I'm not doing wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if what, what are your thoughts about that? Oh, yes. I have many, many thoughts. Um, and it's <laughs> going to be very challenging for me to get all of them out in the next 19 right. minutes. Yeah, um, I imagine. I'm going to do my best. There's there's two ways that we can look at this, two different directions. The first of which is how can we communicate more clearly and concisely so you're not writing something super long at the end of the day when you're completely burned out and you don't want to write it. Right. The other thing I want to think about is what changes can we make so when you get to the end of the day, you're not exhausted and burned out. So it's right. a matter of do we want to treat the symptom? Do we want to treat the root cause? Right, right. I'm going to try and address both. If I can only address one to make this hot seat the most useful for you today, do you want to talk about the symptom or the root cause? I think they're both important, um, but I think the symptoms, we can try the symptoms. I was going to say, it, with, with okay. the short format that we have right now, I think the symptom yeah. is at least the place to start. Okay. So give me more specifics. When you write an email at the end of the day, is it, here's a progress report of everything I've done? Is it, here's the latest version of my cut? Give me more context. Yeah, I, uh, well, I get notes and then I use the same notes that I get to reply to, you know, so that way uh, we're following the same, you know, the same page as far as like where the progress of the cut and the revisions and, you know, usually there's so many details you don't want to lose uh, a specific part you worked on, but it wasn't in the notes, you know, so you want to be thorough about like every little detail you worked on, specifically working towards the end of a cut where 
you know, everything is fine tuning and everything is like to the microsecond of a frame, you know, to get it into place. So for example, right now I'm finishing the short doc and it's been a good process. I've been getting a lot of good notes, but then the notes are constant, but in a good way because it helps, you know, to move the story forward. But on the other hand, I feel like I have to be at the same level as a director as far as like the way to reply has to be lengthy somehow to get the point across. So that's that's where I'm feeling like I shouldn't be, should be an easier way to communicate without being so specific because I guess they're going to see it in the cut anyway. Once they see the cut, they're going to be like, oh, okay, so all that is there. So I don't know if I'm overdoing it in terms of like, you know, recreating everything that I did on the day on an email. I think that's probably not efficient. But at the same time, I feel it's kind of necessary because you're explaining like your thought process about the decisions that you're making and the cut. So it's almost like having a conversation with the person in the room, but through an email. And I feel that's very lengthy and it's very energy consuming. Uh, but I guess that's the mode now since we're working from home, we want to you know, be communicative and, you know, the most way possible. But I guess for me, by the end of the day, I'm burned out, you know, and, and sitting to write that email, it's, it's just like another layer of, you know, of the whole process. And that's understandable. I know that's how it is, but just the way the dynamic I have right now, I just feel like, I feel like that by the end of the day. And then I, I feel like I have to do that push, last last push I did it today just to get that email across, just to send the link. I don't know if that was specific enough. <laughs> so you said something really important that I want to dig into a little bit deeper. I feel like I have to dot, dot, dot. Have they told you at the end of every day, we want a summary of everything that's changed? No, no. No. So you no. feel like you need to do it. Yeah. What I want you to do is first communicate with the people you're sending these messages to, because these might not even be helpful. Just like the outreach emails, we need to crawl into the brain of the recipient. You've had a long day. You're burned out. Oh, my God. Now I have to write a two-page email telling them everything that I said or telling them everything that I did throughout the day. I send it. And then here's what might be happening. Is this going to a director, a producer, both? What's the, the disbursement? Yeah, it's going to be the producer's copy, but it's mainly to a director. Okay. So the director has a really long day working from home, is totally burned out. And then they get your email and they're like, Oh my God, another two-page email from Jesus. That could be happening because you haven't mm -hmm. communicated what they want. Or the director could be super OCD and they say, because I couldn't sit with you in the room, I need to know everything that's changed with time code. First, set the expectation and communicate what they actually want. Most likely, they don't want to read this lengthy email any more than you want to write it. That would be my right. guess. You want the communication to be as concise as possible. What I do whenever I'm in the stage where we're more in fine tuning, I don't tell them everything that I've done because that's not necessary. The work speaks for itself. Right. I make sure to take their notes. And if there's a note where there's a question, I will copy paste their note. It'll say like at 13 minutes and four seconds, we want you to switch out the take of this person's line saying this. I'll copy paste their note verbatim and say, unfortunately, we only have one take of this line. Yeah, so I say, yeah. here's the cut. Here are the things you need to specifically care about, but I'm not going to tell them everything I did. I'm not going to say, well, at 14 minutes and three seconds, I shaved three frames off of this shot. And then I did like the work speaks for itself. It either works yeah. or it doesn't. So how detailed are you getting? Yeah, I think it's just about like the way you describe it. Like I get notes and then I just copy that and then I, re I put my reply next to it. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how I do. I don't, I don't go all the full length things. I just go specific by the notes 
but I, I guess the notes have been kind of not lengthy notes, but just very detailed notes, you sure. know, and, and I just got I, the, the yeah. way to save a lot of that is to say, spend today going through all of your notes. I think we've made really good progress for the most part. I was able to do everything without a problem. Now I've just eliminated responding to maybe 75% of the notes. Below, I provided your notes with time code and my responses to let you know whatever challenges we might be facing. So let's say you get 50 notes a day. Instead of having to respond to 50 notes, you have to respond to 10. The other 40, your response basically in bulk is saying, all good. That's it. You can write in one sentence versus 40 individual replies. Did that? This worked. Take a look at this. Like, that's redundant. Nobody wants to right. read that any more than you want to write it. Right. So I would summarize very quickly the vast majority of notes that you were able to do just fine. But here are the things where we still need to discuss or where I have concerns. My sincerest apologies for the interruption in the middle of this interview. But if you are a content creator or you work in the entertainment industry, not only is the following promo not an interruption, but listening has the potential to change your life because collaborating with Evercast is that powerful. Here's a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Evercast co-founders, Brad Thomas and award-winning editor, Roger Barton. Living this lifestyle of a feature film editor has really had an impact on me. So I was really looking for something to push back against all of these lifestyle infringements that are imposed on us, both by schedules and expectations. When you guys demoed Evercast for me that first time, my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, oh my God, this is what I have been waiting for for a decade. I also had the same reaction when I first saw Evercast. Two words came to mind, game changer. Our goal, honestly, is to become the Zoom for creatives, whatever it is you're streaming, whether it's editorial, visual effects, pro tools for music composition, live shot cameras. It's consistent audio and video, lip sync always stays in sync. Whether you're in a live session where you're getting that feedback immediately or you can't get it immediately, so you record the session and you can share those clips with people on the production team where there's no room for any confusion. It's like, this is exactly what the director wants. This is exactly what the producer wants. What matters most to me is it makes the entire process more efficient, which then translates to us as creatives who spend way too much time in front of computers. We get to shut it down and we get to go spend time with our friends and family. The biggest complaint, and I'm sure you guys have heard this many, many times, this looks amazing, I just can't afford it. Tesla had to release the Model S before they released the Model 3. So by the end of the year, we are going to be releasing a sub $200 version a month of Evercast for the freelancer and indie creatives. Anyone who is a professional video creator outside of Hollywood. I think what we've learned over the last few months is that this technology can translate to better lives for all of us that give us more flexibility and control while still maintaining the creativity, the creative momentum, and the quality of work. I cannot stress this enough. Evercast is changing the way that we collaborate. If you value your craft, your well-being, and spending quality time with the ones you love, Evercast now makes that possible for you and me. To listen to the full interview and learn about the amazing potential that Evercast has to change the way that you work and live, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. Now back to today's interview. Right. And that's also where I'm getting a little bit of uh, anxiety about when you get you get a note, but it's almost something that you have already tried, but the, the note's still coming back. And it's like you have to address that in a different way that you have to communicate like, OK, that doesn't work because X and Y, 
you know, so it's a little bit of that process where you have to kind of like explain your decisions a little bit. Sure. And, and there are going to yeah. be those cases, but I yeah. don't want you to feel like you have to explain everything. Okay. So if we were to take the way you're replying at the end of the day and we were to batch process or bulk, the vast majority of the ones where you're kind of sort of saying different versions of all good, how much shorter does your email become? Oh, um, way shorter. Um, okay, good. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. the first thing. Here's the second thing I want you to do. I don't want you to write the email at the end of the day. I want you to have the message open right next to you as a running checklist as you're working through it. So don't spend 10 hours cutting and then say, oh, now I have to summarize. You take the note, you make the cut. All right. So this isn't really working. I'm going to copy paste the note into the body of a message. Here's my thoughts. Mm. All right. I put it in there. I might have done that at 9 a.m. knowing I'm not going to send it until 8 p.m. Okay. So generally, when I'm done with my cut and I hand it to my assistant for them to export it, I need to spend an extra five minutes writing the quick summary once I'm done. But all the specific right. bullet points I've been writing all day long. OK, because when okay. I hand it to my assistant, I'm out. I'm not, right. I don't want to spend an hour summarizing what I've done. I ain't got time for that. Yeah. So I'm doing it as I'm cutting laundry list. Bam, 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 bam. I finish all of them. Hey guys, cuts ready to go. Looking forward to you seeing it. Everything worked out great, but there's a few places where I have some concerns. See below with your time codes included. Done. I can write that in two minutes when I'm done with my cut. Okay, that sounds yeah, that, that sounds even better because I haven't I haven't been done it that way. I kind of wait until the end of the day to kind of get all everything that I did on, on it. So that's kind of like I guess heavy lifting at the end. And yep. instead of yeah, so I, I I'm gonna apply that. That sounds. Sounds like a good idea. So instead of having to lift 25 bricks from here to here at 8 p.m., you're one brick every 15 minutes. Right. And at the end of the day, you're done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't thought about that because I guess I haven't. Yeah. Uh, It's a different dynamic because you have to pause and then write instead of continuing with the flow that you got. So I'm going to try that and see. I see it as a way of just like keeping track of my to-do list and it's like checking off, checking it off, checking it off. Um, and another thing, and I'm not going to be able to go into this in this short of a call, um, but I keep all of my notes in a Trello checklist, which I'm sure you're shocked about. Okay, right. um, but I have a, a giant Trello checklist where whenever I get specific notes with bullet points, I just copy paste the email or the Word document or whatever it is. I paste it into Trello. It fills up into individual checklists and then I can check them off in Trello. And whenever there's a concern, copy paste right into the email. Okay. Okay. I yeah. get a ton of notes on Cobra Kai. This is the most noted show I've ever worked on in my career, pages and pages and pages. And I've never had to spend more than 10 minutes at the end of a cut drafting my response. And I've worked remotely for three seasons on Cobra Kai. The guys on the show never work in the room, maybe for a combined total of three hours an entire season. They're so ridiculously busy that they just like to give notes, let us do our thing, we send it, they respond. So I've had to learn how can I do this more efficiently because there's such a high volume of notes. Right. Okay. Okay. That sounds amazing because for me, it takes me about an hour just to get that email at the end of the day. And I'm like writing your email for five minutes when you're done. That's it. Any more than that, then there's a problem with your process. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And also I guess it's about exploration of ideas and thoughts and and things that you want to try. Just because I guess the nature of docs is so flexible that, you know, there's always something new that you can try. 
And I guess also it's uh, a little bit of that part of the, uh, the creative process that's a mm-hmm. little bit heavy uh, at the end. But I like that idea to kind of do the uh, do the writing as you go. So I, that's that's something I'm going to try. It's, it's going to take a lot of the weight off. Uh, and uh, I don't know exactly how you're phrasing everything, but one thing that maybe is helpful, maybe it isn't because you're already doing this. Um, but I will almost never say this doesn't work or this didn't work. Instead, I will say, here's why doing this is challenging. Mm. I know you're going for this effect, but because we only have this shot or that shot or the other thing, I'm having a really difficult time getting to the result that you're looking for. So what I presented to you, what I think is the best way to get the the same result in a different way. What I won't say, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, unless it's just blatantly black or white. Do we have another take of this? Nope, no extra take, sorry. Right. Okay. Yeah. I like that approach as well, because for me, the tendency is like either yes or no, just because it's, it's just what it is. But yeah, I like, I like that approach of being like more friendly towards replying something that doesn't work. Yeah. Nobody ever wants to hear that it just doesn't work. Cause they're right. always thinking, yeah, but did, did you really try? Cause editors are notorious for thinking nobody knows the material better than I do. I already know this doesn't work. Right. That was me for probably the first five to seven years of my career until I had a couple of very, very stern uh, come to Jesus conversations with my producers and directors. And they're like, you've got to be more flexible and open to try new ideas. And I realized for the most part, they were right. Mm. Even if what they wanted didn't work, the process of getting there brought about something new that I never would have found on my own. So I'm very open to crazy, stupid ideas. And I'll never say, sorry, that doesn't work or I could make that happen. I'll work through the process and I'll usually find another version where I say, I know you wanted to do this. I just wasn't able to get there and I really don't feel good about it. I still have it as an alt if you want to see it. But here's another version that I think gets you your result in a different way. And they almost never have to see the alt because they love what I brought to them. But it's because I'm open and collaborative and I never make it sound like, sorry, not going to do your note because it won't work. Yeah. Even though, you know, you feel that it's not going to work. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But I, I don't convey it that way. Right. Yeah. For every sure. once in a while, I do what they want and it doesn't work and they like it. I just move on. Right. It's just It is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Okay. No, that, that sounds great. Just because I, I've been trying to figure it out the best way to, by the end of the day, just to have that email done. But then, yeah, I think I have a better idea based on your feedback that, you know, that's going to be a better process. Just because I feel like, you know, as a working docs, as an editor, you also kind of have that director hat a little bit. So you kind of, it's your baby as well. So you have to kind of carry that, you know, with the delicacy as, as far as like communicating with the director and, and all that. Yeah. So it's, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Docs are, docs are challenging in that sense because there is no roadmap in scripted. Right. I have a script. There's only so much that I can do in docs. You can almost do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been it's been challenging sometimes because you get you get the director that wants to try multiple ideas, and it's never going to end. So I've yeah, there. right. So I feel like I've been I'm going through one of those right now where you know oh it looks great but he hears another page of ideas and notes and I'm like okay great I mean I'm busy that's great but you know it's like it's. I guess, uh, creative exhaustion. I don't know if that's some sort of term. <laughs> yeah, so it yeah. very much is a term. Um, so in that case, the question becomes, are you at least being compensated for that? Yeah, yeah, no, it's... Uh, and is the yeah. compensation worth the cost? Yeah, no, it's it's good on that end. Uh, I think, uh, you know, it's it's that's not an issue. You know, it's, it's more about 
oh, I know I can do this. It's just that I, I, the exhaustion by the end of the day somehow is massive, <laughs> you know, and it's just finding a, a more efficient way to get through the day and also, you know, communicating efficiently at, with, via email uh, to get that point across. I think that's where I have a little bit of a struggle right now. Yeah. Sure. And one, one other thing I want to throw in here is that when the cost does become too much, what you can always say to them is, listen, been super excited working on this. At this point, I'm, uh, I have another opportunity or I'm no longer available. If it just feels like there's no light at the end of the tunnel and I'm going to be doing this okay. forever, even right. if they pay me a weekly rate, it's just not worth the cost to my health, my well-being, my lack right. of availability for either other people or other jobs. Just give them plenty of heads up. Say, listen, I wanted to let you know. And again, I don't know what you agreed to. So don't go against any commitment that you've made. But in general, say, you know, in a couple of weeks, I just wanted to give you a heads up. I'm no longer going to be available. This went a little bit longer than I anticipated. Been happy to continue working together. But in two more weeks, as of this Friday, um, I have another uh, another obligation that I'm going to be moving towards. Then at least you have a light at the end of the tunnel. And sometimes giving them that deadline gets you much more concise notes and you get much closer to the finish line because they don't have this never ending chasm of creativity. Right. Having a deadline yeah. is very good for creative people. Okay. Yeah, no, definitely for sure. Because, and also I guess the nature of this is like, when, when are you going to have a lock cut? When are we going to get to that point where you're like, okay, let's just finish the technical part and let's get done okay. with the story. But, but on the other end, you want to continue working. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've been there before. And that's one of the reasons that I gravitated towards television. I couldn't stand the never ending lack of a deadline in the world of independent features. Even if mm. they were paying me, there's just something about, I felt like we've done what we need to do. It's time to move on, but they just want to keep noodling and nudging and tweaking. It's like, right. we're not getting, we're not making it better at this point. At best, right. we're making it different, yeah. but we're not making it better. And that's not a process that I want to be a part of. Right. So right. from that point, I move on. Yeah. And most of the times I find like with dogs, like there's such like a small budget sometimes that there's no like, like real producer on the project. You know, it's just somebody had the money and then now they call producers. But then you, you notice that there's no producer in the project. So it's just you and the director. So you become also kind of like a producer where you have to mm -hmm. make all those decisions as well. So it's, it's fun. <laughs> and that's where learning to set boundaries becomes very, very important for you. Right. Okay. No, Just that's always think about what, what is the cost of the job? Everybody always thinks about what are they paying me? I'm always asking the question, what is the cost? I'll keep so is that, that helpful? Keep that in mind. Yeah, totally. Super helpful. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, exactly. let me know how it goes. And if uh, writing today's email is a little bit less exhausting and hopefully I'm going to see you uh, around on a future call in some way, shape or form in the community. Yes, yeah, for sure. We'll be in touch soon. Before closing up today's show, I would love to ask for just a couple additional minutes of your time and attention to introduce you to one of my new favorite products created by my good friend Kit Perkins, who you may recognize as creator of the Topomat. Here is a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Ergo Driven co-founder and CEO Kit Perkins talking about his latest product, New Standard Whole Protein. 
I'm into health and fitness generally, but I want it to be simple and straightforward. About a year, year and a half ago, I started adding collagen into my protein shakes and man, the benefits were like more dramatic than any supplement I've ever seen. So I thought if I could just get this down to coming out of one jar and it's ingredients that I know I can trust and you just put it in water and you don't have to think about it. When people think of protein powders, they think, well, I don't want to get big and bulky and that's not what this is about. To me, this is about repair. So a big part of what we're talking about here is you are what you eat. Your body's constantly repairing and rebuilding and the only stuff it can use to repair and rebuild is what you've been eating. Unfortunately, as the years have gone by, every day getting out of bed, it's like, you know, two or three creaks and pops in the first couple steps. And that I thought you just sort of live with now. But yeah, once starting the collagen daily or near daily, it's just gone. So for us, job 1A here was make sure it's high quality and that's grass-fed, 100% pasture-raised cows. And then the second thing, if you're actually going to do it every day, it needs to be simple. It needs to taste good. Well, my goal is that for anybody that is a creative professional like myself that's stuck in front of a computer, number one, they're doing it standing on a topo mat. Number two, they've got a glass of new standard protein next to them so they can just fuel their body, fuel their brain. So uh, you and I, my friend, one edit station at a time are going to change the world. And even better for your listeners with code OPTIMIZE on either a one-time purchase for that first subscribe and save order, 50% off. So if you do that subscribe and save, that's 20% off and 50% off with code OPTIMIZE. That's a fantastic deal. If you're looking for a simple and affordable way to stay energetic, focused, and alleviate the chronic aches and pains that come from living at your computer, I recommend New Standard Whole Protein because it's sourced from high quality ingredients that I trust and it tastes great. To place your first order, visit optimizeyourself.me slash new standard and use the code optimize for 50% off your first order. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Hot Seat Fridays. If you find this new format valuable, please reach out and let us know. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash contact to leave your honest feedback. And if after listening, you are wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you are going to find all of the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together. And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. And a special thanks to our sponsors Evercast and ErgoDriven for making today's interview possible. To learn more about how to collaborate remotely without missing a frame and to get your real-time demo of Evercast in action, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. And to learn more about ErgoDriven and their brand new product that I am super excited about, New Standard Whole Protein, visit optimizeyourself.me slash new standard. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, healthy, and sane, and be well.